terms they do when they approve your loan. What is it? Whatever that term is, I need that to be my pronoun. My girl can go out to one lady's night. That's it. You can go back with a rule book and everything. And then one book coming from me. And then. All right. Are y'all going to kill me if I say, do we throw Michael when he got the skin color change? No, no, uh-uh. no, I demand it. No, nope. I'm, I'm walking off the stroke. I'm walking off the stroke. No, it's got to be a stroke. No, no, no. Yeah, thank you. I was just asking a question. I know you for a stadium to be built outside of Buffalo. We have to talk not about just individual behaviors, but about the system, right? So for, for the believers, it's just like, I have to believe, you know, the God in her, just like she has to believe it in me. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to Let's Chop It Up. Please follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Like and subscribe. And tell a friend to tell a friend about four brothers down on this YouTube channel. My brothers from another mother, seven days don't pass. We back in this in this seat. Derek, talk to me, man. How you been? What's going on in your life, brother? Man, uh, life is all right, man. Um, been taking care of business, been moving forward, been improving. Um Lots of product, been very productive seven days, very, uh, a great time over Father's Day weekend. Um, really, really needed it. Hey, Shauna, how you doing? Um, and you know, I really, I really could use the time. This was right on time. Um, it's my first Father's Day without my own father. Um, so I really, really needed it and I needed to let some things go. And, uh, I hung out with, uh, my some dear friends of mine, uh, the whole family came over, had a nice grill, um, got kicked out, you know, uh, in the backyard, um, because we overstayed our welcome, but you know, that's all right. That's my man. <laughs> um, but, um, but you know, but it was all good, man. It was all love. And we, 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 you know, and, and I'm back to do this, man. Um, oh, fantastic. Good news. Uh, my oldest, my middle son, I uh, had his eighth grade dance yesterday. He looked like a superstar. I'm telling you, um, it was great. Um, and I remember the eighth grade back then. I hated eighth grade, man. You know what I'm saying? But um, but um, but he, but he really, but he's really, he's really doing well. He's really uh, enjoying himself. Had his nice friend got picked up in a slingshot. You know what I mean? And you know he was a rock star for the day for the day. So um, so so we're happy about that. And um. And uh, and took care of a bunch of other stuff that I needed to take care of, man, with my family, man. You know, and, and I'm here right now, rocking out. You see, I got my house back a little bit, um, you know, and and so that's that, you know. And we're moving forward. Hey, sweetie, what's going on, baby? I'm all right. Love checking in. And um, hey, my baby did a really great thing, man. She really held me down too, man, for Father's Day. Had some nice gifts too. I didn't get just socks and. You know, <laughs> t-shirts and all this other shit that we normally get. You know what I mean? So in the mug, you know. So we, we did all right, man. She did all right. She hooked me up, man. You know. And um, that's it, man. I'm back here with you guys, man. Looking forward to the sh- to the show, and um, and let's go get it. What's going on, Damien? How you doing, man? What's going on with you? 
I'm all right. Thank you for thank you for asking. Uh, shout out to everybody. It's dope to hear that your you know your son went to his eighth grade dance and you know what type of I'm curious what type of music was they playing because you know if they was playing, they were playing uh, listen, they were, you you got to filter it out. You got to filter all that stuff out. Now it ain't my stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? If I worry about what these kids are listening to right now, I have a conniption, bro. I'm telling you, I just right. filter it out now. <laughs> it's all city girls. It's all weird dancing. Anyway, um, you know what I is. mean. Ain't nothing wrong with it. People like it. They like what they like. I hear you. Um, so I recently moved. I'm in. A, you see a new little background. Hey, I'm still getting the cameras and stuff set it up, set up. Um, and I'm starting to understand this thing called like renting a home currently, looking for the future to to step into home ownership. Dope, and man. I feel like I need to start an OnlyFans. So be on the lookout for that because I need to bring extra money in. That's, it is what it is. I'm only showing elbows, though. Like, I'm going to, you know, put some oil, coconut oil on my elbows. Yeah. You know, you put them close together. They might look like something you want to see. I don't know. We're going we gonna to figure it out. We're going to get this money, though. We gonna promote um, you know, it's only $9 a month. You know, you could, you could afford that. That's nothing. You're going to get the premium from me. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, it ain't gonna be ashy. I'm what I'm showing you the the back of my feet, the heel area is gonna be moisturized. I'm teaching the people <laughs> how to keep themselves from falling into those traps. Black people, we can't be ashy. We should never be ashy. We should always respect those certain areas of the body. Imagine ashy kneecaps in a sundress. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what happened? Work, See, <laughs> Kelvin, thank you, thank you. I appreciate Your you, friend. sir. You gotta, you gotta do right something. There. You know, we all don't got the type of money to to have all the you know fancy things, but th there's there's things available to fight ashiness. So we got to just make sure we're doing something in our lives to make sure when we walk out, when we take a picture, when we try to do a selfie, you know what I'm saying? Like we we it it ain't the flash; it's your ashy skin. That's what's making you look white. Um, outside of that, I, I'm doing okay. You know, uh, you know, had some troubling things happening. Oh, I want to say happy birthday to my sister Desiree. She uh she was born first day of spring. This is her birthday today. Um I love you. Family loves you. So summer, summer. Even. I had to do that. Not gonna take up a lot of time because I hear we got a crazy few topics to talk about. So I want to get into it. Kelvin Hall of Famer. How was your week? Pretty good gentlemen. Everything is good. Just maintaining, you know, thinking of a master plan. You know, because ain't nothing but natives inside this land. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, everything, everything is good. Um, I, you know, I'm trying to figure out why when you go to the supermarket, whatever line I get on, has to be the person who this is their first time ever using the card to to, to check out. Like I just, I don't understand why is always, and it, it happens to me all the time. I just know as soon as the person gets up there, a couple of things gonna happen. One, they don't understand the like three step process to just stick the card in and hit the you know okay button. That that's too too much. But the other thing is there's always a disagreement on the price of stuff. And that's another two hours. And I I, I mean all the time. You know, you know how Dosh is not five for a dollar. You know that. But get up there and try to get get over it. There's always some drama. So I'm just I decided as we go into the hey, summer. Teacher. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a lot more patient, a lot more reserved, and I'm going to be a lot less critical of the natives. Okay, so that's what that's that's my actual short term goal. I'm going to be a lot less critical of the natives on air. 
that's what I'm going to do, you know, but other than that, my week is going fine. Everything is well. Um, I have to start car shopping next month. Uh, need to buy something for my birthday. So um, it, it's time, but I got to admit, it's not really a priority. I've been, you know, I've been rocking a little hoopty lately and I've been enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying $30 worth of gas and stuff like that. It's a really, really good look, you know, but it's time to, to bring my image back. I gotta get fly. You know what it is. But I would be remiss if I did not come across the timeline and pass the ball to the number one point guard in the league, the orchestrator, the devastator, the one on the show who roots for a bunch of teams that never win. My man, the greatest <laughs> of all time, number one in your program, oh. D. Talk to me, man. How was your week? Uh, my nickname got no draft picks in here. Um, um, <laughs> ah, man. Hey, hopefully they make a trade. I'm praying, praying for a trade or something happen tomorrow. But anyhow. Um, my week was good, man. I had uh, you know, my week always falls into Father's Day, Juneteenth, and all. So Father's Day gifts was it was good. I got a manscaped. You must be getting a hint that uh, brother kind of hairy. So I got the whole full body kit. So thanks, man. Mean, so that was cool. That was cool, man. So then um, what else? I had? Uh, then we had uh, try to go to black owned business for uh, on uh, on uh, Sunday for Father's Day. Try to celebrate, spend my money, Black Juneteenth. The natives, the natives, the natives. I tried to. <laughs> Backyard barbecue in Freeport, man. Oh, man, you was in this, my town? This was some nigga shit. I mean, this was some native shit there, boy. I'm saying that. <laughs> oh, the music loud. Nobody take your, take your, your name. It was just unbelievable, man. The lady, it got so wild. The lady said, baby, we don't know when we're going to get to you. That's a damn shame. <laughs> I said, no, thank you for letting me know. And I just left. We just left. Me. Uh, birthday, birthday was cool, Juneteenth. Got a nice oh, happy belated birthday. birthday, man. Yeah, man. I, I wound up getting, um, thank you, appreciate it, brother. I wound up getting, uh, uh, what she gave me? She got me uh, tickets to the 50, years, uh, 50 anniversary hip hop at, at Yankee Stadium. So I can't wait for that joint to be up that joint to see that run DMC. Bing, is that the last concert show? This is going to be the last. They, somebody told me that might be the last show together. Oh. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. So, that. So, you know I'm going to that joint. Uh, what else? Went to a barbecue. My friend threw a barbecue on my birthday. Juneteenth thing. It was cool. It was a lot of throwback chicks there. They were trying, trying to still snatch it. They, they should have been wearing them spanks and girdles, but they was out there, you know, stuffing their face, wondering why they're getting bigger. But it was cool. Um, a lot of do, a lot of throwback drug dealer dudes there. A lot of fed time in there. It had to be over 150 years of fed time in there. Minimum. <laughs> You know, it was it was cool. That was cool. You know, old old school. Old, I noticed old school cats come. They bring bottles of champagne, Hennessy, Cavassier. The young boys showed up with a purse. I was like, "Damn, this is a different." With a purse? Room. Yeah, they come with them purses, man. They come in there. Oh yeah, that's the thing, <laughs> man. Yeah, they come with they come with a purse, man. We come with money in our pocket. They come with a purse. So it's, a, it's a little different. Mm -hmm. Adigan used to the young boy. Felt, I know he felt kind of funny. Like, damn, these guys. Nobody has a purse. Well, I'm going to the bathroom with my purse. <laughs> No, so I'm the first to have this purse. <laughs> you know that was kind of, but uh, oh, the good surprise was Jada gets pulled up to the barbecue and chilled out, hung out the rest of the whole night. Oh, so, man. yeah. So kiss, kiss was in the building. That was that was real sweet, man. He showed up and everything, so it was dope. Nice. Sung happy birthday to me. It was dope, man. So love it, dope. man. Can't, can't can't complain, brothers. Can't complain. So let me see. Let's yeah, that's get amazing. To, yeah, it was good. Good week, man. Good week this week. Um, uh, what else? All right, let's get into it. We got time. Oh, damn, we kind of early. Oh no, we right on time. Uh, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife, how you spell my son? It's also Pippen will now get a half of Scotty Pippen Bulls pension. Yeah, damn, ah, ah. <laughs> That's hard. Okay, 
I didn't see that one coming. And Mike, so let me say this. Let me say this. So if he had some problems with Jordan because of the last dance <laughs> in the contract he signed, then this is worse. I mean, this is this is worse. I think there has to be an understanding. I don't think, and this is gonna sound foul, and this is not an indictment against everybody, but chances are a lot of women don't mind, wind up with NBA players by happenstance. You know, it's, right. it's just you don't just happen to be, you know, what I'm saying hanging out at the Goodwill and bump into the person, you know. And I think Scotty knows at this point. He knows. I mean, if you think about it, from from the time that we've all known Larsa Pittman, can you name a person who was not a millionaire that she dated? I mean, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying you you have to understand the objective. Scottie Pippen can look at himself in the mirror and then look at her and be like, you know what? She was after this contract for a long time. You know what I'm saying? She was after, you know, Scotty, Scott, I mean, you know, nobody thought Scotty was, you know, a male model back in his playing days. And, and, and as a result, you know, a lot of those women that are in that tax bracket or see a guy in that tax bracket, that's what it is. So they believe there's a value in having a woman that's pretty on your arm or whatever like that. And he went for it. So for her, I, I mean, I think it's unfair. I, I do. I think it's unfair. I'm sure he's paid child support, alimony and everything like that for a person to get half of his pension. I don't know why uh, she's getting half of his pension. I don't know how it works, you know, but um, and Scotty's what probably just turning 60. So yeah. I don't I don't understand why she gets half of it. Right. I mean, he's already. He, I mean, he's probably he's probably already paid her more than his first contract he made with the Bulls. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, she hasn't gotten. I think she hasn't gotten. I don't know how the laws work. Maybe she hasn't. That's maybe because she hasn't remarried. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, Sean says that's not fair. People date from their peer group. I mean, you know, he brought her into that. Okay, you know, um, I'm with that if they met in college. Yeah, but see, but that again, that's on him. Damn, your wife call, boy. Yeah, I know. She said, Scotty got a boot for a face. Yeah, I wasn't gonna do it like I wasn't God. gonna do like I wasn't Damn. gonna do my man like Give her the scroll, baby. Come on, I wasn't gonna do him like that, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, man, you know, he he's he listen, Scotty, Scotty, uh, dog, man. He, I, I'm trying to figure out who his lawyers are, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like this is the best y'all could do, you know. I just Damn, find out who they are so you don't ever hire them for nothing. You know what I how mean? Do think, so, how do you think Scotty Pippen? I know the NFL pension was like 300000 for OJ, right? A year. What yeah, do I don't know. Yeah, OJ still getting his pension, you know. Yeah, his but, probably, I think about half a million. Yeah, can't mess with your pension. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, I, was, yeah I don't know. I no, don't go know. ahead. I'm sorry. I don't cut you off. I was yeah. curious how much she's actually getting because that number is important. Yeah, so, yeah can and, somebody and, find that uh, out? Jamie, Shauna, our fed people. Yeah, yeah, if somebody can find <laughs> out exactly how much he's actually getting, that's Thanks, important. Thanks. Yeah, grand larceny, exactly. But, I mean, she didn't shoot but, that one free throw, didn't go out and <laughs> run that one. And I wonder, if, that I wonder if she even has to claim, like on child support, you don't, the women don't have to claim it on taxes. I wonder if he doesn't have to claim that on taxes. Well, they don't even have kids anymore. I mean, they have a child. No, but I'm just saying, I wonder, yeah, I don't, yeah, I wonder if she has to claim whatever she's going to get. She's going to get like a quarter of a million dollars. When is the last time you said or heard a good story about Scottie Pippen? Damn. Oh, man. Uh, uh, a couple days ago? 
Yeah, what you gonna say? Uh, Iman Shepard said he was one of the best defensive players, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was when he played. That was twenty years ago. We, I mean, we knew that twenty years ago. What you know? <laughs> That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm yeah, I'm doing some research. Know. All right, not to cut you off, Kevin, but they do have four children. Uh, the two the youngest ages? is seventeen and thirteen. Oh, okay. So they have one that's 21, Scotty Pippen Jr., and Preston Pippen is 19. So there if I'm you, so there you have it. wrong, I apologize. And I don't so think I, that that's but, necessarily. Yeah, they may. They may be. Oh, they may. Maybe they be. Maybe they're adding all of that in. You know the fact. You know, the factor in that they have children and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But uh, there was a report saying that his money is really tight right now. I'm sure it is. He's not playing anymore. He's not working anyway. He's not on any of the. Um, I haven't seen him on any of the. Uh, you know, NBA programs, you know, news programs or anything, you know, shows. So I don't think he's, I don't think he's, and he's not doing himself any favors with all his Michael, Michael Jordan stuff either. So yeah, you know, isolate yourself from your billionaire yeah. friend. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, per the filing, fifty 50% of all account balances of the plan valuation date closest to the party's date of marital separation. November third, twenty sixteen. Harry, check it in with the information. And they said he used to work in the front six office years. for the Bulls. That's six years. That's man. that's almost seven years. And he filed for divorce. Yeah. So she it, it's saying in this article that I'm looking at, she refiled for divorce after an unsuccessful attempt at reconciliation in November twenty eighteen. So mm. I don't know the details behind any of that, and I don't want to make any speculations, but they tried to reconcile, and she refiled for divorce and requested joint legal and physical custody of the four children. And was that a play to get more alimony, more money? I don't oh, know. Certain. I'm certain. You know. But let me ask you a question. What What was her career? Uh, no one knows. I wish I wish Professional I knew. girlfriend. Spreading her cheeks? Oh, yeah. That yeah. shit pays good money. <laughs> Jamie says she gets that in a in a cash lump sum. I don't know if that he's Jamie yeah. also says something else. Oh, oh can, yeah, I know we ain't gonna talk about it. I can say give him fellatio. Give him fellatio. Can we scroll, Jamie? Yeah, we gotta you, scroll on. He said that shit. <laughs> <You laughs> <scroll yourself. laughs> no, you gotta scroll me for asking the question while D is on air. You know that. That's what I can't. <laughs> yeah. I just see like it right over the fence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's got a degree, Jamie says. She's got a degree, but that's not a profession, though. But but to yeah, be honest with you, it's yeah. not. It's not, and that's not fair for me to say that. There's, I mean, obviously, when it comes to rich men, when it comes to affluent men, when it comes to athletes, you're just always going to have women that are just drawn to that. That's the reality of it. The problem is yeah. with Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen always seems to be the victim, and he seems to be the victim when some of the stuff just looks like it's preventable. You know, at the end of the day, if you and I'm not, I don't know this about her. But if you are in that league and you are around groupies, there are people have told me that there's there's groups that actually go out there looking for these guys is very, very common. And they start and they flock together. They hang together. They know each other. Some of the guys know. them, And it's kind of like this thing about are you going to get caught or not? And can you catch one of these guys? So if you look at this woman and she genuinely loved Scottie Pippen and you just, just fell in love with him or whatever like that, or if it was really heavily based on what he did for a living, I mean, the Bulls were rock stars. I mean, that's just the bottom line. They were rock stars, you know, in the 90s. So at the yeah. end of the day, these guys, because I used to hear women say they never found the NBA players attractive. These guys all look odd to them, but they got that money. So you know what it is. 
Yeah. yeah. So she was stay at home mom. That's how that's how she made her money. Harry said she went to school. Yeah, Harry says political science degree was planning to go to law school, but married at 22 and started having kids. Okay, that's her pedigree. She was on the Housewives of Miami. That was a paying gig. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, at least we know she was a career woman. <laughs> <laughs> I all I can say is that it's I think we didn't yeah. I think I mean, we've seen this story way too many times with black male athletes and the women that they are married to, that they become involved with. You know, we we were talking last week about Zion and we were talking about Ja and his situation. It just seems like the target is everybody's looking for a way to come up off of them or tear them down. So I feel like there needs to be just way more education. And I know we we celebrated Deion Sanders for bringing in, uh, I forgot her name, Brittany. Brittany Reiner. Uh, like Reiner, oh, maybe, I think. Um, something like that. Something like that to, to speak and talk to them about what this particular specific group of women do who are intentionally targeting uh, like young athletes. And, you know, yeah. there's a lot of talk about how disgusting it is in some circles when there's older men looking to meet. 23 and 24 year old women and date them so it's like oh a 40 year old man dating <laughs> a 20 25 year old woman is disgusting it's it's predatory it's things like that so now the question i would ask is are oh, these yep. mm, 30 35 right. 40 year old women who are now preying <laughs> on these 17 18 19 20 year old athletes that just came into money is that now predatory behavior are we qualifying that because you're a man or a woman or whatever, how you identify, or are we just calling it what it is? It's predatory behavior. Um, because, you know, like these people that there, is it grooming? Is it any of those things? Because if, if there's a, a 15, 20 year age gap and you see these women showing up to them high school games and then out of nowhere, when they, you know what I'm saying? After they, the summer before they start in the NBA, they get seen at the parties, at the clubs, and these women are showing up at their houses. And it's like, okay, that's how, that looks like something, too. I don't know. What do y'all think? Hey, Damien, a part of that is a predatory aspect to it. Because if you remember, Michael Jordan's wife was a little bit older than him. All right? Um, and I think I'm not – I can't remember how old Magic Johnson's first wife, wife was back in the day. So I'm not going to put that on her. But, um, but, but I, as I recall – I. It's in my head that they were a little bit older than those guys, and mm -hmm. um and 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 you know and that's I mean not so much to, you know that it raises an eyebrow, but they were, and um mm -hmm. so I think that I think there's something to that, you know, and and again and to and to my wife's point, you know these stories never seem to be about the white players. I don't know, maybe there's an aspect that we're we're reacting to right now, but I don't know. Um, Tom Brady, I think I don't know if he had he had something like that, but I think he bought something on so, but um. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I think I think there's I think there's something to that, man. I think um, you know, I think there 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 may be something predatory about it, you know. I think there may be, you know, because it's intentional, right? They oh, yeah, like I think Kelvin mentioned it. They're going, they're like, oh, we're gonna go to these clubs. We're going to All Star Weekend because we're trying to get an athlete. We're trying to get with the athlete's friend. We're gonna do. We're gonna talk yeah. to the bodyguard. Get to the athlete. And, and it was smart with Dion then too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You made a, to your point, it was small what he does. Like you know, when when you're dealing, let's say, uh, you know, what, one of the things that the computer uh, security guys do, they when they when they when they, when they want to do cyber security, they what who do they hire? They hire the ex hackers, hackers. 
All right. Mm-hmm. People right. Who, who've actually done it. You know what I mean? So now he went ahead and he took that same mentality and hired her to kind of come in and talk to the guys. Hey, this is what things that you got to look out for. You have to secure yourself against these type of people. You know what I mean? So I think that was pretty slick, you know? Well, the question is, what the question is, what is the objective? Right. So the person that feels that she's a top 10 model looking woman, she's drop dead gorgeous and things like that. The the one of the, the the perks of being a rich man is having the attractive woman. That's always been and is always going to be. The question is, what is the cost of that? In other words, if you think that these women are interested in you because of you, if you think that they're interested in you just because of you, you're probably kidding yourself. I mean, Dennis Rodman had women after him. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we we're not going. So you're trying no. to say Dennis, Dennis is cosmetically challenged? Yes. And I think we all know it. We just, you know, we want to be nice, but Dennis will tell you that. So, but if you're, if you're, if you walk into a place and you're over six foot six, you're six foot seven, you're six foot eight, you stand out. A friend of mine who watches this show, she told me when she was younger, she said she had girlfriends that would go to the garden. And after they get out the garden, they would go to like Charlie O's under the garden, uh, she said people would 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 fight for the, the tables near the bathroom because they knew these guys would have to go to the bathroom at some point. And, and mm-hmm. so it was it was kind of an agenda. If you remember and if you haven't checked it out, Patrick Ewan's ex-wife and the Greg Anthony's ex-wife uh, wrote a book jointly called The Full Court Press. And they talked about the strategies that women kind of employ against these guys and um, people extracting semen from condoms and using turkey basters and, and and things like that the reality of it is you are willing to have a child for a man who can make you financially stable for the rest of your life and to to some people it's just worth that and you know that once you go in that's why they have symposiums with the nfl that's why they have symposiums with the nba rookies they want to let you know take care of your money and the biggest thing always has to be discussed the relationships that you have so these guys that have these, you know, sexual conquests with these women. These women are not just trying to have you sleep with them and go back to working at Burger King. That day is over. The reality of it is this. You're a multimillionaire and you're not going to go back to the rest of your life. And I'm sitting here struggling. That's it. So if you want me, there's a premium for it. And so what happened so, is people would either say I was pregnant or in some cases, some cases, people would lie and say they were raped. Right. Um, Which so is what I, I thought happened to Kobe. Is- Right. Um, can we bring back up that comment? Uh, it was about shouldn't the men know better? There was a comment up there. I just wanted Caroline. Caroline, shouldn't the guy, but shouldn't the guys know better? So I've, I've heard this statement many times, but I feel like there may be a double standard. No disrespect. I think it's a great comment because I agree they should know better. But is it, is it, do you gonna say something? Oh, Shada comment is funny, but I was gonna say that, but Shada wrote it already. All right, go. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was gonna say they're not paying attention at the meeting. If you if you was 18 years old and somebody was like, you about to make 20 million dollars, you like, yeah, well, you gotta protect your money. You're like, huh? What? Protect what? I'm going out. I'm buying a house. But so to get back to the point, it's like, shouldn't the guys know better? It's like, so are we not holding the women accountable for anything? Because now, when uh, a woman feels slighted by a man. Sometimes when people say, oh, shouldn't a girl know better? Shouldn't a woman know better than to deal with a guy who, you know, don't got a job, just got out of jail. He just looking to, to use her money. use, her, And they're like, oh, it's not the woman's fault. So are we always going to 
uh, shirk responsibility from the women, even when they're being predatory. Should yes, it, all, it yes. always falls on the man. Yes, and, it always. I think it always that's does. The case, keep keep the same energy. It, but but it seems like there is just a little. I know there's double standards that go both ways, and more double standards are are in benefit of men in this country, at the very least, if not the world. But at some point, we got to start holding everybody accountable for their actions and their choices, especially when it's intentional. I think so people you, want if, to believe women. I think people want to believe women. I think I think we were raised like that. Um, you know, yeah. I've, I've heard people say, you know, a guy cheated on a woman. And then when a woman cheats on a guy, some women would be like, he must have done something. Like at the end of the day, you, you, you get a lot of that. And I think it's because we want to believe we want to believe women in that case. Usually the guy is the one that is approaching the woman. Usually the guy is the aggressor. That's usually the case. Guys gravitate toward women. Guys uh, pursue women. Guys, you know, and women do too in different cases, but usually that's that's the situation. So uh, these athletes won't get the benefit of the doubt. And to, I think it was Caroline that asked, why won't these guys do better or something like that? Uh, sexual attraction with men is, is, I can't speak for women, but as far as men is concerned, it impairs your judgment. It just impairs your judgment. When men will, there's some cases where men just feel rendered powerless because of their, their desire. And that's just the bottom line. And you do have to get that in check. And usually men, as they mature and get older, get we get better with it. But usually there's a lot of mistakes made because usually that 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 lust and sexual attraction and desire usually starts to, you know, uh, it, it, it wins over better judgment. And I think that's the, the reality of it with men. And that's why young men are such easy prey. These, the, you know, you take a, a young ball player or rapper or entertainer and all of a sudden you look. All right. So look at somebody. I had a friend that worked for Chris Brown when he was about 16 years old. And according to her, Chris Brown had grown women coming onto them tour buses. And, and, and you, you thought it was the daughter, it was the mother trying to get on there, too. Because think about it, Chris right. Brown was 16, the girl was 16, the mother was 32, 33, 34. She was trying to get at him, too. And that's just what it is. So you get a boy like that. He's 16 years old. His mother works for him. All the people around work for him. And these women are trying to come at him. What, is, what, do, you, what do you think is going to happen? Well, then, yeah, I hear you. But then the other side of it is like, you know, young people are susceptible. So it's not just young men. Young women are susceptible. We have so many stories of young women being groomed and all this other stuff. But we don't ever say, well, maybe those women should do better. And I don't think they should have to. We should have a society where young people are better protected and we have adults who aren't plotting and intentionally trying to take advantage of young people in, in sexual ways. Right. Like that should be the way of the world. But it, unfortunately, it isn't. So I think there just has to be less of the like, well, shouldn't they know better? This assumption that men just should always do better and that there's no accountability on on the women's end for intentional predatory behavior. They still get off. And it's like that. That is that is an extreme, in my opinion. But um. How's it? How you doing, Derek? You back? No, you with no, us? The lesson of the day is be a passport, bro. Pay for some pussy. Out of come. <laughs> Anyhow. Serious, man. These guys, man, listen. They didn't listen like Shauna said. There's a few good comments in there. I want to get back to some of you. There's a lot of good comments. I think a brother named, I'm not sure if it was a man or woman, Hoodie Vintage. He got some good stuff. You know, it was a few yeah. good comments. 
Okay, women are hypergamous. Hypergamous. I don't even know what that means. Hypergamous by me. Okay, yeah, I believe you. Uh, by nature, <laughs> this isn't strictly an athlete issue. Once the honeymoon is over and resources are limited, uh, a predator pounces or bounces. Yeah. And, hey, Carolyn, how you doing? Um, I'm not by any means giving women a pass. I'm just saying we all need to play it smart. Yeah. 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 Thank you for that. And and I agree. I agree. We do. But honestly, when you think about it, young people. They just don't have the knowledge, the experience to play it as smart as like everybody was saying. As we get older, we get wiser. Get a passport. Get your <laughs> get your unfufu, and they have no problem. Anyhow, uh, Jamie, let's see what we got here. Wait, okay, here we go. How do men lead today's women? Jamie, can you play the clip? How should men lead women? Is the question, I guess, right? All right. Um, all right what so, is what is that? You, all right, so mind. you, I, I, we got to give some background to this conversation, right? This discussion. I know last week it came up kind of briefly before we ended. So you know, there's this discussion about traditional men versus modern men, traditional women versus modern women. There's a lot of things going on in social media that I actually think is being detrimental to the black community where it, it seems to be much more divisive than it is uh, productive, than it is uh, constructive. And it just seems like a lot of people are going back and forth and arguing over these things. And, but one of the main points is like, some men believe women don't allow them to be leaders. They want women to uh, support and nurture. And some women are saying things like, well, I don't mind that if the man is capable of leading. Um, so there, and the argument goes a little bit deeper. There's a few different versions of it. There's a few different arguments of it, but at the end of the day, I was thinking it's like, so if, if there is any potential for a man to be a leader in a relationship, how does a man do that? And it would be great to get some of the women in the, in the audience to just chime in on it. And if you watch this over to, to post in the comments, because it's a genuine conversation that we should have but it has to have context and it has to be productive. It can't just be arguing back and forth with, well, these dudes got too many kids. And you know, like all of that arguing is not benefiting nobody, just people just throwing out stereotypes and running with it, you know? Um, we found out uh, over 50% of men are single and childless. So it, it, you know what I mean? It's not all the men at the very least. And then there's like about 30% that are married. So it's not all the men doing all this dirt and, and doing all this nonsense. So there are some men who aren't running around just doing women dirty. So there's a lot of conversation happening around it, but we need more facts. We need more context. So I want to just ask the question, like from a woman's perspective and from a man's perspective, how do men lead um, today's I, I, women? I think mm. when we're talking about leadership in general, one thing that I've always heard about is, if you're talking about leading, you're talking about leadership and leaders are servants. Number one, you serve your family. 
All right. You serve the person that you love. You know what I mean? Um, so what that means is you give of yourself, you give direction, you give support, uh, you give resources, you give your spiritual attention, you give what you are, your essence and, um, and, and, and you become a resource, you know, and that's how you lead. You know what I mean? That's how you build your value to a person, to anybody, uh, to society, to your community. Um, and, and, and that's what it is. And I think your number one community obviously is your family, you know, and then whether that be, you know, just you and your wife, cause you're a family together mm -hmm. or, um, you know, obviously your children, you know, so you have to give of yourselves first. If you're not, if you just want to walk in and just start giving instructions and Hey, I want my dinner and I want this and I want that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then that's not what it's about. You know what I'm saying? It's about you, you provide something first. You, you know, you, you show up yourself and then, um, and, and then it's reciprocated. Obviously, I think it's a symbiotic relationship personally. So, um, so I don't know. So past that, um, you know, the unfortunate, and it used to, and it used to be, I think we're struggling right now because those, that thing used to be easier or simpler. You know what I mean? I don't know if it was easier, but it was simpler. The roles used to be simpler. You know what I mean? The male, the man used to go out and be the provider exclusively. And the woman was the nurturer and home builder exclusively. And now that's out of the way the world is built. It's a little different now. You know, we we both have to take on roles. So um, can I. Is it OK if I, I just add to that? Because mm -hmm. historically in this country, black women have worked. They were nannies. They were mammies and all that stuff. And that's. They were they were always in roles where they had to work because, you know, just respectfully in a general sense, white yeah. women didn't want to take care of their children. White women didn't want to work. So they had right. black women work menial wages. And, you know, that, you know, we know the history of tipping in this country and where it came from and all that stuff because they didn't want to play black bus boys and things like that. So there were always super low wages that they were forcing black people to do in this country. So black women had to work for hundreds of years. So other women didn't have to work and or didn't have to do a lot of things like raising their own children. So um, I wanted to say, because when you said exclusively, it's like that role, those exclusive uh, tags were never for us because the mom had to do things and the father had to go out and provide um, you well, know, listen, for the, you know, they made movies about that stuff. Hop, get to, out, get to yeah, the comments. Yeah, no, I want to make sure. Comments. Yeah, get to the yeah. comments real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go over talk. Jamie, can you bring the comments back? Somebody got some noise, man. I don't know what that noise is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I think it is. I got a plane going overhead. Is that what it is? Oh, that's see. what it might be. It might be that. You got your windows open? Yeah. Yeah. It's you. Okay, let me say this in the meantime while I respond in the comments. This is what I believe. First of all, if you want men to lead, because I think it's a loaded question. Okay, how should men lead women? First of all, these are these are women and these are not children. These are adults. So you can't lead a woman unless she wants unless she wants to be led, right? So this this idea. So that's what Sean said. I want to get to the comment. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, you have to ask yourself. Okay, so what qualifies you to lead? So if I'm a Christian. So if I'm in a relationship with another Christian, there's plenty of scriptures that substantiate men leading. OK, now, if you're not for that, I was in Miami once and this guy is we, we had this rooftop um, event 
And this it's myself, this woman that I don't know, and this guy that's part of this the, the party we're all with. And he's he's telling this woman, he's like, You have to understand when Adam and Eve and stuff like that, and he's breaking all this, you know, biblical narrative. And she's like, I don't believe that. So you can you can perpetuate that. If the person doesn't subscribe to that, it doesn't matter. So the question is, mm-hmm. what qualifies you to lead? Certain now, I saw these roles acted out when I was a kid. My father made more than my mother. If there was if a man came to our house a repairman, a businessman, a policeman. Anyway, he had to see my father. My mother was not going to have to take care of any of that. Anything that had to do with protection, provision, or anything, my father took care of it. If the tire blew out, it was not my mother's job. My mother would would, would work, and my mother would, would keep the house. She would give us our chores. My mother would cook. And so there were roles. As far as a man leading a woman today, a lot of women in our community make more than men. A lot of women in our community now in corporate America more than men. A lot of women are. Um, well, I'll tell you, I personally, I know many more black female professional women than men. I mean, not even close. And I mean, it's not even close. I do not the know a bunch salaries, of salaries, though. Right. But I'm saying I still do not know a bunch of dudes in Wall Street. I do not know a bunch of dudes in corporate jobs. I do not. I know a bunch of black women who are six-figure earners in doing their thing. So then if this guy is not one and he doesn't have the same pedigree as her, and he's like, listen, I'm going to lead just because of my gender, I don't know that that's enough. I agree with you. I would just say, like, if if 5% of Black women earn over six figures, that's not a large number, right? Like, so that's what I, I've been trying to do research on it. And I'm not telling you you're wrong because I've seen more black women in those positions of power as well but like in terms of earners and wages like black women still traditionally earn a lot less than black men so a lot of times i think it's a narrative than it is a factual situation and i don't think uh you know i just like you said you're a christian i'm not a religious person but i would say i think the best ideas got to lead at some point and and it got to be strengths based so if i'm not good at something and I'm with someone and we're together and we're in a relationship. Hey, if you think you could take care of this, I'm going to trust you. Because if I'm if I don't if I'm in a relationship with you, I got to have some type of faith in you. Right. But uh, but well, if well, I Damien, let me just I'm say this. Something, let me take care of that. Let I me just say this. Watch. I don't know statistically and maybe you've looked it up. I haven't. I think black women earn less than white men doing the same job and white women doing the same job. I don't know. As far as black men, I don't know. I've always heard that that men make more than women. I don't know how it relates to our community like that. Again, I'm seeing the black UPS driver. I'm seeing the black FedEx driver. I'm seeing the black person that uh, works at a tire shop, the black guy that's a mechanic or things like that. The, 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 if, if we go tomorrow or if I go tomorrow and stand um, at the subway station watching Wall Street or downtown Manhattan, I think there's going to be many more black women that come up that subway dressed in business attire than black men. I don't even think black men are over there as much. And so as, as far as that's now, what I was always raised is this. One of my friends said that her experience is black men have a problem with black women making more than them. I haven't really seen that. I haven't seen I that haven't much. Seen that either. Yeah, I haven't. I really, I have not known that to be a problem. Again, I can't speak to the women's perspective, but most of the guys I know seem to be very, very fine with a woman being independent and doing her own thing, especially if she loves him and they're in a relationship and they, they have the, the belief that I have, which is it should all be in one pot. 
that it's a collective that we make this together. That's what I would believe. But um, that's her position. That's what she's experienced. I haven't really seen that. But I'm saying when it comes to leading, I think leading has much to your point, Damien, has much more to do um, with, with the way you are versus what you make. And I, and yeah. I think there are some women that would love to. I have one uh, friend who runs, has her own home. Um, she's, she's not married, but she said, I would love for a man to be in here and take care of a lot of the stuff that I wouldn't have to take care of if, if I were married still, you know? Yeah, and so I, I think those I, things are important. Yeah, no, you're right, man. I, I, I want to keep going back. If anybody else want to chime in, please feel free. But yeah, it's, it's important to just, I think to move away from the narratives that we get told and sold on the internet and really just bring some context with some actual data. And that doesn't mean all the data is all accurate and we just should listen to it and ignore people's lived experience because I have the same experience you do. I've, I've not heard a lot of black men complain about women make black, any woman making more than them. I have, in my experience, it's not a fact, it's not something I'm trying to push, that more women are have problems if they make more than a man. That's what uh, I've actually heard and seen more of. Yeah. And, but then this goes back to the conversation earlier. Are we now just going to take that statement and then run and talk about the men? Or are we going to say, well, maybe this is something women need to consider and think about? Well, what do you mean they, that more women have problems when they make more? What Chauvin, do you mean by that? Chauvin, women Chauvin. are like, well, if he don't make as much as me or more, then I don't want him. And it's just oh, like, that's I'll like give a statement. You, you know? I'll, give you, I'll give you a personal example from someone that I know. Uh, someone, let's say, uh, a guy I know, he uh, was working. He's a very blue, I'm not going to say what he did, very blue collar job, let's put it that way, while his wife or, you know, his lady was going to school, all right? During that time, he's the man, he's the, he's the earner, all right? You know, both of them have degrees, you know, both of them had degrees. He went on to a more blue collar job, worked for himself, and he was supporting while she continued on with advanced degrees. Fast forward a few years, she reaches her goals. Now she makes more money than him. All right. And now, before he was the provider, all right, he was the leader. Is he still the leader in a situation like that? You know what I'm saying? So now it becomes okay, you know. He put his thing on hold, or not necessarily on hold, but he went ahead and, and, and what he did was he provided, he did a fantastic job providing to the point that she was able to excel in her personal goals. He built that platform and helped build that platform. Now she goes on, she makes more money, and now what happens? If she give him his, her, his, her ass to kiss, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? Well, what like, did you know, happen, Derek? So, huh? What, what, well, what did I, happen, yeah. Well, you know, let's just say they're, 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 you know, they've been through their ups and downs, you know, they're together and, you know, whatever, but they actually, but what happens is they definitely went through their times. So now, you know, depending on who you ask and what day, they'll tell you who's in charge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But well, that's that's on, I think that's, but, that's on him, Akanda. Like, well, you, but up gotta, to that, well, here's my you gotta, point. You got to you gotta walk around with big dog, big dick energy. You know what I mean? Well, hmm. <laughs> See, Yo, is that is that body that's, shaming? That's the thing. Is that body shaming? That's the thing. That's you gotta walk around like a boss, man. Like, listen, man. Right, go ahead, I'm gonna let you finish. The, I'm sorry. I didn't mean. Control. I feel you in the bravado and the you know the the that's one thing, but you know in the practicality of it is who's now in charge. If it's about money, if you're making if you're making the leadership about who makes more money, that's my point. She now makes more money. Is she now in charge? 
Not you know what I'm saying? Like, where it was it, before, you know, or it was the guy who got her there. You know what I mean? So do well, we have to how she views him. Does she yeah. is, is it like, do I need I only need you because you make more money? If that's the case, then there was never that type of respect there anyway. I've seen guys that didn't have anything, and these women still, there's some women that just uh, I mean, adore these guys, right. you know, and that to a fault, by the way, to a fault. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there should no be no reason why a woman is going out to work every day and a guy is not trying to find a job or not trying to work. If you don't have a job, your job should be looking for a job. You know, that that's the reality of it. You know, if you get a guy that's not even in, because if, if you want to just sit down because she's making and she's carrying the load and you're fine with that, then I don't think you're fit to be a leader anyway. You know, and then the other thing I said, I've said on this show before, and I think Damien alluded to this a moment ago, if you lead better at something, if she's an accountant, don't be on some, I'm going to manage the money because I'm the man. In other words, what you do is you play to your strengths as a couple. That's the bottom line. There's certain things certain people do better than other people, and you should let them lead. That's the, the core to me of a relationship, actually trying to fill in each other's weaknesses and come together as one, as a collective. That's the thing. The day of the guy just being, you know, I'm in charge. I'm with a, Again, these are two adults. Mm. I mean, you know, one of my friends told me, he's like, if I ask my wife to make me something to eat and she say no, then I have to make myself something to eat. Ain't no, ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's just it. There's nothing else to, to talk about. So um, you have to understand when you say lead a woman, I think there's something to be said about being there for a woman. I think there's something to be said about where she has needs at, you know, and then you helping fulfill yeah. those needs. Yeah, because yeah, you got to get there okay. first. I'm gonna, yeah. I just want to I wanna go, go to the next topic, but let's bring up what Shauna said with the Jill Scott comment. I always, I always love this comment when Jill Scott said this. It's a great comment, yeah. Shauna says, Jill Scott said it best. If you can tell me what to do, you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, you yeah. can't tell me tell what me to what do. You can't tell me what to do. I remember that comment. Yo, that's the best. We will follow a leader. You yeah, know, that's it. I do you whatever know? Jill Scott wants. Uh, it's, just, it's just like I, I, I was telling one of my young boys, like you base your whole thing on relationships on, on who makes the most money. Then this shit is dead already to me. Because like mm -hmm. a man should have a, he, a man or whoever in the family, the man has got to have that in him. Like you know, what I'm saying I don't care. She's making two times twice as much money. He's got to have him. Oh, EOTs, here she come. Yeah, she's checking in. I'm with the interdependent route. Know your limitations. Nurture the best idea and work towards executing it together. Yeah, I that's mean, it, ERT. You're right, and we Yo. and you have to choose that every day. But it, you know, and that's why I say you got You got to approach it with some humility, though. You know what I mean? You can't necessarily go into it like, hey, you know, I'm. It's my way or the highway, you know? So, yeah, round one for Jill Scott and that microphone, absolutely. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, now, you know what? The thing is this. I think <laughs> men sometimes allow our ego to get in the way. So you want to be able to flex. I remember as a kid, usually if we went out as a family, my father would drive, my mother would be in the passenger seat, and we would be in the back. And that's just how it usually would be. We were That's how we went out as a family most of the time. Now, my mother had a license, but usually my father just was the head of our household in that regard. My mother handled the domestic stuff. My father made more money. My mother was in charge of discipline, which she was very, very good at and making sure the house was right. And those are the things. And that's how their dynamic worked. Now, the opposite was said of my grandparents. 
my grandfather was the only one who worked. My grandmother stayed home, but he would bring all of his money to her. She would pay all the bills. She would make sure they had a vacation to take. And then whatever she gave him back, he could do whatever he wanted with. That's how it worked for him because he got into a little trouble gambling when he was young. And she was like, no, 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 we're not losing this mortgage's house. You bring everything to me. And whatever I give you back, you could do whatever you want with it. And that's how it worked for them. You know, so it just depends. Yeah, it works. It works how it works. Yeah, man. So we got a we got a, a discussion right now. It's gonna be a gender identification identity a discussion. It's gonna be two point of views. You have a liberal point of view and you gotta have a conservative point of view. We will start with the liberal point of view. Uh with me, a clip from Malik Yoba. Jamie, can you play the clip? Uh, For all of you cisgender women. Naturally born women who think that trans women Assign, are not naturally born again. Not naturally born. Nothing about it is natural. I make mistakes. Nothing about that is natural. Okay, so what I'm saying is for you, women, what's the language? Assigned Science. female at birth. Okay, so for women who are assigned female at birth and stick to that, and for whom that is consistent with how they identify, and who for whom that's that's a lot of words. Who, Stick with it. Okay. You, you, you are in a commitment for a stance. Yes, do the work. Yes, do Here the work. Come on. Teach me. Say it again. Do the work. Do it again. For whom? For whom? It's consistent with how they identify. Okay. So for women who had who were assigned female at birth and it's uh, consistent with how they identify. That's right. Right. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Everybody's quiet. I thought it was more to it. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to get canceled, but um, I think... I think it's getting a little bit too much. Um, you know, proud brother Millie Gilbert. Shout out to Millie Gilbert. Uh, good five, Betty Sigma, man. But um, I, I'm just I'm just a little tired, man. Like, you know, I saw a thing where it said if you, if 100 people, if you had 100 transgenders and 100 heterosexual men, and they and they, they all die 100 years from now in the grave, you'll find, what was it, uh, 200 men in the grave. Because it's biologically you're gonna you're gonna it's still like you yeah. know what I'm saying like that that whole mm. calling whatever saying like um uh, I, I can't repeat with the brother I don't know if he identifies a man so excuse me I don't know if he identifies a man or woman that the person that was on the screen saying trying to explain to me like Yoba what they was called at birth or whatever like that like it's only two let's get back to real it's only two things you're born male or female I get it if you if you feel a certain way but if I felt like I'm a tree and started shaking y'all gonna say I'm psychologically fucked up. I walk down street, well, so I'm shaking. I'm a cover. Right. This is, this, is what it is. <laughs> this is how I feel about it in a nutshell. And I think I've alluded to this before. You have a right to feel the way you feel. You have a right to believe in what you believe in. You just don't have a right to impose on other people. And I think right now, there's this thing about just imposing on other people. I think the books, I think the, the, the trying to uh, teach people's children an ideology that they don't subscribe to. That's unfair. That's just the reality of it, because I think we went from from tolerance to preferential treatment. And that's the that's the reality of it. And I, I get your point. D. It's exhausting because I don't want to have to defend my position. My position was 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 designated to me at birth. And I believe that that's just what it is. And I don't believe because the calendar has changed. I don't believe because the decade has changed. I don't believe because the time has changed that my belief has to change along with it with everything. And I think that's the reality of it. Uh, again, I'm with you. I believe there used to be males, females, and then there were some rare occasions where they, I think they called them hermaphrodites or something, people that was born with both um, sex yeah. organs or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. 
and, and this is not that. This is people just saying that I, you know, this thing about identifying, you can identify with something and be incorrect. So to <laughs> your point, if you identify as a tree, as much as you do that, other trees will tell you you're not a tree. That's just the bottom line. And the trees are not human. So the reality of it is this. Stop trying to force this agenda on people. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I respect the fact that you might do it and that's you. I don't want to smell your smoke because I don't want that in my lungs. I respect that you want it in your lungs. That's fine. I just shouldn't have to smell it. That's the bottom line. And you drinking does not make me get a DUI. So that's fine. I'm happy with it. My problem is if you get drunk on the wheel and hit me, that's the problem. So you can do what you want. I don't want it to affect me. You can identify you can call yourself a woman. You can walk like a woman. You can talk like a woman. You can sound like a woman. The reality of it is this. In my eyes, you will never be a woman. I don't care if you are six foot five and you got a skirt on. I am not opening the door for you. That is the bottom line. I am not going to. That's just that's just what it is. So if the campaign is to get me to change my perspective, then it's a fail. That's the bottom line. As one of my friends said, it's a no for me, but good luck. Yeah, now, yeah. now I'm just thinking, like, say, like, you know, everything identifies. So if I was drinking, like you said, to your point, I was drinking and driving, and but the cops stopped me, and I said, I don't identify as being drunk. I identify as being sober. <laughs> like, everything is identifying as some new right. shit. Like, you know, like, right. I identify, like, whatever. Like, you know, it's like, I identify as having good credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Like, it's insane. Right. I'm just, I'm right. Right. Because it right. fluctuates, and what happens is this. So let's say at my age, I identify with being a 15-year-old girl. Should I be able to go to the pool and go into the, the locker room with teenage girls? And they're like, wait a minute, there's a guy in here. No, no, no. No, no, no. Don't let this genitalia fool you. I'm actually <laughs> on the inside a 15-year-old girl. You know what I'm saying? That sounds ridiculous. Regardless if you feel that way, you can't make everybody else feel that way. I can get on the screen and say, I identify with being invisible. And now I'm upset because you all can still see me. Well, yeah, I think that there's a lot of, I, I think there's some interesting comments to talk about. And it's just, this is, I think, a conversation that's being pushed in a way that I don't, it, it seems like there was a group of people who truly believe and feel and identify different different ways than what binary that exists and has been prevalent in the society around the world. Right. And I respect that. I And I don't have a disrespect in any way, and really in my opinion, I just look and say, if you, in your attempt to gain respect and safety and treatment and fairness, then become a bully, you know, because it sounded like he was just being kind of yelled at while trying to support. And if we're going to give people grace and respect and say, hey, I know you're learning in this moment and you're trying to support us. So I'm going to treat you like somebody who actually cares about me and cares about what I'm going through and cares about what I'm dealing with. Then there has to be that understanding, because if you're asking for that understanding, you got to give it. Um, So I just look at it and I just say, I can't speak for any of those people, but what I did see was somebody making a concerted effort and has, I don't know if those people get on the breakfast club, one of the largest uh, radio programs without him. 
And so there's some things that I'm just like, yo, I think that man is trying to support you as best he can or or, or it, as good as he can at the moment until he gets better. Right. So yeah. I just look at it as like, hey, how do you how do you now support that person that supports you? I because think, he could have he could have flipped in that moment. Yeah. If he would have said, don't talk to me like that. What happens in that moment? He's in the right. I think that I think the dynamic of that relationship um, was expressed when. I'm not sure who that was on the end. When he said, uh, you know, Malik was like a natural woman. They checked him, said, no, not a natural woman. They went through the whole description. And it said, and one said, there's nothing natural about that. Right? There's nothing natural about being a, by his own definition, a biological woman. There's nothing mm -hmm. natural about that. And then the other one said, if you're going to be an ally, you have to do the work and you have to listen to the definition. So they're making him choose. All right. Um, their definition versus a biological woman not being a natural woman. They're just getting rid of the whole. Is it? Are they just trying to get rid of the whole word "natural woman"? Like bio or biological woman? What are they trying to do? Remember one time they tried to ban that song? I feel like a natural woman. Remember I didn't hear. I think that was a joke. I think it oh, was a, a joke. joke. Uh, hope, I, I hope. don't know. I you, I can't say it. According to this clip, this clip that I just saw, that is completely plausible. <laughs> that is completely right. Plausible. Right. I, I agree. How do you? First of all, how do you reduce women? You know, to me, a, a, a woman being born with a womb. I mean, I think that had that plays into it now. And, and you know, if you remember years ago, the lady that said she was black and she actually wasn't she was a white woman that you know had braids and a tan and things like that and so now do we say you know this person that was born black or a person that has become black i mean to me it's lunacy to me it's, to me, it's an this, insult it's an, you go ahead wait if anything happens with reparations you know how many rachel dolage out so i'm waiting for that moment i'm gonna be right. like yo right. bring them out bring them out bring them yeah, out that's right they coming that's right. out that's what i'm saying now the problem is there when you, you see rachel people Dolezal, when yeah. you see people that have that actually are black people that actually were oppressed people who actually were discriminated against that's the thing so you ride in on the coattails so at the at the bottom line what I'm noticing about these, you cannot dispute, you know, testosterone versus estrogen, period. That's the bottom line. And so there's like, I know somebody who identified with being a woman, had a sex change and all that, coughed and sounded like he was trying to start a car. At the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, the, the, you you let me tell you something. You can you can, you can change the you can change the building. You can change the building. But you can't change the tenant. That's the bottom line. You can go ahead and put all these, you know, nails on and eyelashes and stuff like that. At the end of the day, biologically, biologically, you can't mirror a woman. You just can't do it. And the other thing is this, this idea that you can have a baby or something like that. Well, we're waiting. I mean, that's just the bottom line. It's just, it's just it. You know? Let me, let me go to the next... Uh... Next one. So that was a that was a liberal point of view. So we're gonna go to conservative clip. Jamie, play the conservative clip for us, please. Hello, I'm here to speak on behalf of our younger children and their academics. 
This book, It Feels Good to Be Yourself, which, is in, which has an oxymoronic title based on its content, can be found in 26 elementary schools. It is geared towards K-2, and as Macmillan Publisher says, it basically geared, is geared toward ages four through eight. It introduces four different characters with different gender identities. It makes it seem as if gender is an imaginary concept that can be changed on a whim. When the truth is, gender is factual. You're either a boy or a girl. And gender identity, what you see yourself as, that's imaginary. Well, let me read you a couple of things. First character is Ruthie. She's a transgender girl. That means when she was born, everyone thought she was a boy until she grew a little older, old enough to tell everyone that she's actually a girl. Then there's her brother, Xavier. Xavier is a cisgender boy. Which four through eight year old knows what cisgender means? Can they spell cisgender? That means when Xavier was born, everyone thought he was a boy. And as he grew older, it turned out everyone was right. He was a boy. Then there's Alex, the friend. Alex is both a boy and a girl. Then there's JJ. JJ is neither a boy nor a girl. Ever since JJ was very little, they never felt exactly like a boy or girl. They just felt like themselves. This is JJ's gender identity. Some girls, some kids feel like girls. Some kids feel like boys. Some kids feel like a little bit of both. Part boy, part girl. Reminds me of that old commercial. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Is that okay? Some kids don't feel exactly like a boy or a girl. They feel like neither. Some kids feel that their gender identity isn't always the same. It's often changing. So now are we endorsing schizophrenia? What are we doing? Whether you feel like a boy or a girl or neither, if you describe yourself another way, that is your gender identity. When does this foolishness stop? When you shroud lunacy, insanity, or fallacy in colorful words and pictures to be read to young children, you have created unsafe and unsafe environment, since we're talking about safe environment, right? Where does it stop? At this tender age, our children should be learning their ABCs and one, two, threes. Who authorized this? Who told you that you are God? Who gave you permission to tell our children who they are and who they're supposed to be? This is intentional and evil at its core. Get back to what you were elected to do and formally educate our children, not indoctrinate them with left-wing ideologies under the guise of providing a safe and welcoming space. Hear us clearly. We will not surrender our children. Leave our children alone. I don't know what else I could add. She laid it out. <laughs> Yeah, too much to add to that. But go ahead. I mean, anybody want to say anything? Mm. Well, oh, I, I think at the I think at the heart of it all is is there's a question: who is going to be in charge of um, educating <laughs> our children? Gender isn't a damn almond joy. <laughs> all right, your tease exactly. Sometimes mm -hmm. you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't, right? <laughs> uh, but um, but listen, you know, um, I think at the this this is actually a very old um. This actually goes back to a very old argument. Who's in charge of educating our children, the parents or the state? All right. So um, the conservative argument has always been the parents should have the power um, and the liberal has been more. It should be the state. You know what I mean? So um, I think what we're doing as black people. So all I can identify as 
All right, so I have to first come to we say words come to words while people come first. You know what I'm saying? It's just I, that's what I got to do, right? Um, listen, we have to figure out what side and how this is going to affect us and how we're raising our children. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are more on the conservative side, some of us are more on the liberal side. You know what I mean? I am more in favor and of me being in charge of my child. You know what I mean? What they learn in school. You know, um, and I'm not saying that there's not a place for um for you know for understanding other things um for broadening horizons i do believe that there are some children who are born differently than others you know um and i do believe that there is a great value in um i don't know introducing that concept to our children all right and letting them you know making a space for everyone within reason obviously making a space for everyone but not letting it completely take over uh, a whole section of their education, you know what I mean? So, um, so you know, I think that's probably, uh, I think we're probably having a conversation over what are the limits of that, you know? So um, that's my sober analysis of the situation, you know what I mean, what I can add to it, so. Okay, well, for me, I still like women. I like my, I don't like beyond a meat pussy. I still like the real thing, like the real <laughs> deal, so I'm, I'm all about supporting <laughs> real born fresh out the wound coochie. This is this is I, I don't like the agenda being pushed. I just don't. And for some reason there is a um I, I mean you could just see this is this is growing and it's becoming an issue. And I think you're trying to almost infiltrate other people. You know, you if you don't coercive. believe it feels well, I'm sorry. It feels yeah. coercive. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree, you, I agree with no right to say. I agree with no right. Government schools districts are slowly chipping away at our rights to raise our children. Absolutely, have been chipping away. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, yeah. you know what they got to do. They got to cancel my my father and mother posthumously because let me tell you something. My father saw me. My sister told me to hold the Ken doll, and I got blitzed on. I'm telling you, <laughs> they. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let me tell you something. They didn't play that. They did. I remember being in second grade. And I was getting reprimanded by by my teacher, Mrs. Mrs. Caruso, and she was reprimanding me. I sniffled. I was like, she's like, I know you're not crying. You better not be crying. I was like, I'm like, no, I got a cold. Like they, that's just how it was then. They was not trying to hear it. And I know people feel that was wrong. I'm sorry. I'll take that over this. I will take that over this. I'm I'm sorry. And I don't think. You can't show me any reason why the world is better. Now, again, I preference everything by saying no matter what you identify as, you should not be hurt or mistreated or bullied because of that, period. That's off the table. I'm not talking about that. You shouldn't be. I don't care what it is. You should not be physically or mentally harmed because of the way you feel about yourself and the way you identify at the same time, you should not vilify people because they don't agree with your ideology. That's my point. That's how I feel about it. And I think we can all agree that there's, there's room for all of us. But I don't need this on the cartoons and everything like that. And even with heterosexual couples, I think what you do sexually is should be done in the privacy of your own space. And that's it. Derek, can we do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, live life by doing how you doing um she says i imagine it's extremely tough when you have a child openly expressing to you that they feel different i would never want my child to feel that i'm forcing them to suppress who they are or what they want to be 
We agree. All right. I yeah, agree absolutely. With that. On, the, on the other note, Whitney Houston once said, I'm every woman. It's only me. Anything you want done, baby, I'll do it naturally. All right. I think and, and his and, and you you hit the point. Uh, my wife says the government has taken away the parents' right to their children's medical records after the age of 12. They keep parents out and influence our children how they want. You know, so um, can I speak to that? Oh, go ahead. These feeling uh, children are also addicted to drugs, fentanyl, meth. These choices need to be made as adults. Yeah, go ahead, Damien. Well, please. yeah, there's a there's definitely an over uh, over medication of children, especially uh, black children in the in the country. Um, that's definitely an issue. But I just wanted to say that the state has always had control over the children's learning. It was never in the parents. Like, I, it just if we're just going to be straight up honest, parents right. never had a real say. Right. So they're not chipping away at rights. You never had rights. You can't go up to the school and tell them to stop doing anything. They'll right. look at you like, get out. The public um, school has always been a curriculum. Yeah, public school is free. If you, if you want to pay for school and then you want to influence it with your money, you can. But obviously, most people don't pay. They create a compulsory public, public school. To indoctrinate young, to indoctrinate children to work in factory jobs. You know, this is a, a very short version of what was really being done back then. But they were teaching them menial skills so they can become workers for the owners of the country. And it was like, well, we need to find a way to get these people with different languages, different cultures, to to follow what we want them to do. Right. It's always been a human so, resources solution. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and then, but when you think about even just. Uh, the different wings of the same bird, right? If you talk about Democrats or Republican, both of the groups continue to cut funding to public education and they mm -hmm. have not increased. I don't remember if it was ever increased. If I'm being honest, you please educate me because uh, I don't know. But I, I, I always remember the budget being reduced when it comes to schools, even startups, nonprofits, programs. That, they Damien, you know, these, I know. Oh, I've been, I was a student. We cutting the money a year later. Like, oh, we, we, we give you out. Two hundred thousand dollars next year. It's a hundred thousand. It's like, wait, what happened? Shit, your man, my your man Eric Adams cut budgets from say two hundred thousand. So I'm just one of the transfers. I'm not going to say the name to thirty thousand. That's a Damn. fact. That's a fact. That's not well, even that a has cut. to be. Who's going to take care of the asylum speakers? You know, like the other day, <laughs> they was in Manhattan. People was talking about the rent hikes, and people upset. I said, it's y'all fault. You got to go, go to Mexico, then get on a bus once you fly there. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you got to do. You can't be here and get nothing. You got to go over there and just be transported here. But this is the difference. I'd say this, Damien. You guys worked in education. I haven't. This is, I'll, I'll say this. When I was in fifth grade, I had a teacher named Mr. Hershon. Mr. Hershon didn't believe in giving homework, right? The problem is my mother did. And next day I went to school. I came home. Mom, guess what? They, they, they changed my class. She's like, I know they did. Like that was it. No words. She didn't change his philosophy, but I tell you one thing: she changed one of the students, and that was me. And you was going to a class where I can monitor what you're doing through homework. So parents obviously have to get involved. That that you you should have a strong PTA in any school district. Mm -hmm. Believe me, at the end of the day, parents do have power, and the power that they have is they provide you the children that go there. They pull these kids from the school, then that funding is not going to be there at the end of the day. So it, it, you have to make a leverage play somewhere. Damien, I get your point. They're going to have an agenda. But I'll tell you one thing. You go there one day and there's no students to be taught, then there's no jobs to be had, then there's going to be some compromise. Well, and well, and, not, and the thing about that... Huh? Go ahead, Damien, get your last word. Nobody else saying nothing after and, Damien. 
We're going to go to commercial. Let's not go to the education thing. Go ahead, Damien. Let you gotcha. But I would say if if all the parents started doing that, most of them would be out of a job and then most of them would be out on the street. And somebody else is going to be like, I'll send my kids to that school so I could take that job and I could. It's 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 a it's a cycle. And they know that you ain't going to sit. What you 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 need gas. You need to make it. You need to make it work. You need to send them kids to that school. On that you want to send them to that other school? You got ten thousand dollars a year. Oh, you don't. Well, you need to send them to this school. Zoning, redistricting. I, I hear you. There may be some power in that. You gonna homeschool your kid? Well, you gotta fill out. All right, Damien, you went a little too long, God damn it. You went a too long. Went a too long. Got it. My bad, bro. <laughs> right. I apologize. All right. Jamie, Nobody wanna hear commercial. that, Sharif. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. That's Sharif. Go ahead, Jamie. Commercial. <laughs> oh Hi. my god. If you're like me and most Americans, managing busy schedules, working countless hours can't find enough time in the day to spend with family, and sometimes forced to neglect cleaning your own home, then higher quality cleaning service is for you. With a smart choice in cleaning, in addition to providing competitive and affordable rates, we offer customized cleanings tailored to your specific needs. We take great pride in exceptional customer service. We have a standard of excellence that is unsurpassed by any of our competitors. All of our cleaners are licensed, insured, and bonded. We use the most up-to-date equipment that the industry has to offer. We offer residential and commercial cleaning service. Your satisfaction is our top priority. Higher quality is not only our name, it's our standard. Book your appointment today at www.higherqualitycleaning.com. Our IG, higher quality cleaning underscore. Our phone number is 718-527-527. 0370 and you can find us on facebook at higher quality cleaning yo 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 what's up what's up what's up if you like what you've seen from the four brothers here give us a thumbs up like and subscribe to the channel so you can stay notified when we go live and post new content thank you for the support and another thing that's some shit right there. You gotta be black then. Like you gotta be into those movies, man. Like as soon as you said that shit, got that shit. Man, it's, <laughs> that shit. That shit's hilarious, man. Anyhow, man. So let me see. Fifty year old bladder took over. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jamie, let's get this going. All right. How long should she wait before doing her ex best friend, Jamie? So why do men get so offended when women that they did not do right by and had no intentions of doing right by decides to go one of their homeboys? To spring it on him that and I want to with the homie. Okay. You on TV I love now. his friend. Surprise! <laughs> all right. All right. I want to his friend. Yeah, I want to know. How long do I have to wait? You said, you said, uh, D, passport. Where, where do you, um, <laughs> you said, yeah. 
Gotta get your passport, bro. It's over with these American chicks. It's over. Go away, young man. Go away. So <laughs> it wasn't like, is it right or wrong? It's like, how long should I wait? Four days, seven, <laughs> six hours? Like, I, I I feel like we could take this for a full hour. And I don't know if y'all want me to start. If y'all if y'all don't want to hear me last segment, y'all don't hear me on this segment. Nah. I'm gonna say I'll say this, and this is this is a, a, a prejudice. This is a prejudice comment. This is a racial comment, and it's gonna sound foul. And I'll defend it another time. I'll just tell the ladies out there: if you are dating a man, and he has a Z in his name, don't do it. That's all I'll tell you. If his name ends with a Z, Zion, do not be out there playing games. If his As name is Hernandez, Ruiz, oh. or oh. Ortez, if his name, I'm telling you right now, if you if you don't know, now you know. Keep playing. I'm just telling you. You're right. <laughs> but I tell you one thing. I was wondering where going there with that because they're saving lives. Stay alive. Stay alive. Right. Keep on. Keep on. Keep on. Stay alive. They don't, I'm telling you. They don't Forget understand. his friend. I'm talking about don't be with another man, period. Make it work. That's what I'm talking about. Forget the friend. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. You're trying to save lives, Kevin. I appreciate your, your dedication to helping people, to making the world a better place. You're trying to keep a couple people out of the jails, a couple people out I'm of the I'm trying jails. to tell you to stay alive. That's right. There's some dudes I know, they don't play that. That's listen, it. Listen, for me, ain't no fun unless my homies can't have some. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll tell you like this. This is the thing. I think realistically, and this goes back to what Damien alluded to earlier. Yes, there is a double standard. So this idea that, you know, women are going to take their body and weaponize it against the guy and stuff like that, it's just, it's, it's not a good look. Yeah, it's easy. A dude will always sleep with you. Bottom line, there's some friends of dudes will, will do it on the low or whatever like that. You Very rarely do you see men just turn down free sex. It's not always a thing. And sometimes people, whatever, if the opportunity is presented, guys will capitalize because guys will sleep with somebody whether they have feelings for them or not. So we do understand that. But I'll just say this, when it comes to relationship and when it comes to love, women are held to a different standard with what they do with their bodies. Primarily, I believe, because their sexual organs are internal. So it's a little different when somebody is entering a person. That's just different. That's how people feel about it. And so um, to do that and, and sleep with some guy because, you know, it, it feels like you're doing it to get back at the person. Everything she said there just felt like you know, all of a sudden you just want to be with this friend. How long should you have to wait? Well, if you're single, why do you have to wait at all? Because you know it's foul because this is his friend. And that's just the bottom line. So um, I think people need to be very, very careful. I'll say this. And this is, I, I mean, I know if this was network TV, it would get me banned or whatever. I saw Stephen A. Smith get, get um, suspended for something very, very similar. You have a lot of dudes out here with the egos, the 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 male the ego the ego I, I think a lot of women underestimate the fragile ego of men and there are some dudes that really really that would just set the person off now you can't be governed by that of course but it's very very dangerous to cut that close to home really and that could that could be you know very serious thing it shouldn't be that way but a lot of these guys I've seen guys like that you know you don't have ownership of a woman whether you're married to her or not you don't own the woman but I'll tell you one thing uh, some of these guys don't care when it comes to that. It is the most important thing to a man. A woman can wreck the car. A woman can ruin the money. She can do whatever. Giving herself to another person. A lot of these dudes will not be able to handle it. That's just about a line.
Yeah, yeah. I'm bring up you. some of these comments. Bring up some of these comments. Yeah. So it's Bill Streets right now. Oh no, go to the yeah, North. wife says, "Hey, she says, listen. If the boyfriend, in fact, effed up, it is what it is. It happens all. It happens the other way all the time. So there big you facts. Go. Big you facts. know, uh, Shree says, if he ain't do you right, his his homie ain't gonna do you right either. Yeah. So, <laughs> and he comes. He says, like Jay Z says, and um, I don't know what they thinking." Uh, what they think them dudes is foul just like us, you know. Yep, I know that song very well, and it's a yep. fact. It's one more, one more comment. Live, live life, live life, live life. I think her name was something like that. Live yeah, life yeah. by doing. Yeah, she says. Um, Shout out to live life. She says at least she had reason. Guys will do their girls' friends even while on good terms in a relationship. Honestly, everything Big goes both whack. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Listen. Or did your girlfriend do your boyfriend? Thank you. Big facts. Thank you. I was waiting for that, Derek. Thank well, you. Yeah. I'm about to say. All right. So, <laughs> what, I, I have a question. Generally speaking, I know there are exceptions. I'm not trying to say it's everybody. Do would we all be able to agree? Just the four, maybe some people in the comments, that women in safe and consensual situations control the access to sex. Absolutely. Thousand percent. So are we always blaming men? He he had to do something wrong. He had to. If you wanted, first of all, she said she loved his friend. You wanted his friend for a while. You was looking for a reason. If we if we're talking about that specific scenario in the video, I can't say that's all women. I can't say they're like that. All I can say is in that video, it looked like she'd been plotting on his friend for a while, and the friend may have been plotting on her. And in my opinion. That's not your friend. Let me ask you a and question. That wasn't your girl to begin with. That was I want to ask all three of you questions. <laughs> I want to ask all three of you questions. And for the married guys, it's probably just a private rhetorical. But let me ask you a question. What if you choose a violence? What we have no, a no, violence what, what, if, what would you do if um some friend of your wife or girlfriend propositioned you? None. Nothing. No, I'm saying would you tell her? Would I tell yeah, her? Yeah, because I want water around her. Can't trust the bitch. I mean, chicks. <laughs> and this is, but I'm saying, I'm talking about a good, I'm talking about a good, I'm talking about a good friend or or relative. Yeah, man, because you don't want that smoke. You don't know, man don't know if it's a setup, so you better say something. Yeah. You don't know, if you don't know if your lady's testing you online. You Let's do this. Up. Let's say it's not a setup. Then what? Gotta say something, man, because that shit pop up. Okay. The other chick will flip it on, like, "Yo, girl, he said this, that, and the third. Like, nah, my yeah, right now. You better say something because you, you you don't know you. Well, yeah, I would say the same thing. And the honest, the most honest thing will be to say something. But you know, um, it is what it is. You got to be led by your own, you know, your own sense of um, honor on it. There, there, I had a friend, and this is in the nineties. <laughs> I had a friend who would be driving the car. I would be sitting in his passenger seat. His then girlfriend was sitting behind me. She would reach between the seats and grab me on the side while he was driving. You're like so she would literally, she would literally make a pass at me from behind me while he was driving. I'll say this. I'm just saying this to be as toxic as I can during this uh, conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, there's, there's this artist. His name was A Boogie with the Hoodie. And, you know, they you ask a question, what would you do? And he has this song where it goes, bust down, bust down, 
bust down, bust down, bust down, bitch, I'm drowning. So I think if you swimming in it, you swimming in it. You get what I mean? This first one, we got to give we got to give him a lot of credit for his creativity with writing. But go ahead. Yeah, he wrote some dope. Yeah. Bust down, bust down, bust down, bust down. That look completely out the loop. I don't even know. <laughs> Your T says if they choose their grimy partner for sure, they both will stop talking to you. You know, I'm singing, baby, tell. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna go back to this old a old school days thing for the homies. Pass the pussy. <laughs> that's what bro listen if she want to do it y'all should have took her back and had a threesome she would have got, oh got the best, best of both worlds I'm keeping that vibe that's what she wanted oh she my god hey, that's, listen, that's the level she's on that, you, see saying, Derek? you see what I'm saying like come on yeah, man that's, that's the level at that point that's, that's the level she's on she so, put a streak give her what she wants she ain't put a streak she's just about that life and I like <laughs> what did you say nigga <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't me. Um, so not on Esther, we If 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 so, now I got a question. Let's let's let, we gonna go there. We gonna go there. Oh, what if a woman approaches you and your friend and be like, "Look, I only my preference is two at a time. Y'all with it? What are you like? Are you there. like? I, I already been there, so." <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. The <laughs> mom's like, that was Thursday. What I, I, did, I did that before, so I was like, that ain't nothing to me. Oh, see, so. my wife checking in. She says, I would totally tell my husband if one of his friends tried it, but I'd make sure the friend is embarrassed for playing with. Yeah, she would. She would. I it would get it. ugly. It would be really ugly. It would. <laughs> I uh, yeah. Did you take the bait? Uh, the question is, did you take the bait? Did you take I'm the talking bait? About Kelvin. Kelvin? Yeah, Kelvin. Kelvin. Did you take the bait? I don't recall. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no. I, I'll tell you this. I, I'll say this. You know what it was? Um, it was very, very uncomfortable because, again, the, the male ego. I didn't know how to react. He right here. Is she right there? What do I? What do I say? You know. The good thing is they're they're married today. They're married today. So, Kelvin, Ooh, was it uncomfortable when until it became comfortable? Inquiring minds want to know: Were you swimming? Did it become comfortable after the first time or was it the fifth time? I, I'm just curious about like, you know, how this thing progressed and were you invited you know, to the you wedding? You know what's crazy, Damien? I didn't say anything. And so when you do it, the person thinks you're compliant. You know, so I didn't I didn't say anything to him because it's like that's why I said it's, it's a tough position to be in. He was a good friend of mine and she was a good friend as well. And I think the difficult thing was, do I tell him? Now, mind you, at this point, I'm in control of this. Nothing's going to happen, you know, because I don't want anything to happen. So I'm, I'm in control of this. But now, you know, whether she would do this with another friend or something like that. Um, and to be fair to her, I was fly like that. So, I mean. It's, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> do you accept accountability for being keep sweat before keep sweat do you accept accountability for being a hall of famer you were the athlete she was chasing so you have to at least do better right you have to be more intelligent as a black man you got to understand that they're gonna come after you yeah you know it, but i'll tell you one thing it was very very uh it was very strange at that moment you know it was, it was weird because i felt bad because that, that's when i learned that if you get a woman that does something foul and they could cover i mean he 
you know, he just driving. Everything is good. This is at night. You can't see. And I'm like, and I'm like, you know, he's steady having conversation with me. I'm like, oh, snap, you know. Yeah. And so now it's a test because am I going to say something? I obviously didn't say something. And then it was like, OK, then that must mean you're with it. And it was, um, yes, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a tough it's a tough position to be in because you don't want to see this person heartbroken because the person is able to do that to them and vice versa. It's just a tough situation because your loyalty should be to your friend, you know, but your friend happens to be in love with the person that just did this. Yeah. And fucking around on him right now. Yeah, you're right. You know, she's fucking around right now. You know what I'm saying? So what live live life says something. We didn't read her comment, but she's just saying, sorry, we missed that. She says, I think it's uncomfortable because you have morals, right? That's why you felt uncomfortable. She says, I think it's uncomfortable because you have morals. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And you know what it is? You know, I think what happens also as a man, you don't want, I've been cheated on before. Like I've been hurt before. I know what that feels like. It's not a good feeling. It's it's a it's a tough feeling. And um, to, to watch somebody go through it, it is, it is tough, especially when you have a guy that genuinely is into the person and things like that, you know, is really, and my father used to tell me all the time, he said, you could justify anything you want in your mind. You think about it long enough. So yeah. people, people justify stuff and be like, you know, whatever that's the case, you know, and I'll tell you this, what I will say has shifted in my lifetime is this, there used to be this narrative that a good man is hard to find. I think it's equal now. I oh, think it's, respect. I think it's equal no, no, now. Respect. No that's a great, no great point. Now, what if it was like Halle Berry in a heyday and she was testing you? What if it's like one of those where you like, wait, what is happening right now? What if it was, you know, Pam Greer when she was Pam Greer, you know what I'm saying? And she was testing. Well, what if it was Miss well, Parker? To my original point, to my original point, and this is another thing my father used to tell me. He said, "Don't ever mess with a man's wife or his children, because a man will kill you for his mm -hmm. wife and his children." Well, like was, he meant it that was, it was a marriage, right? So she was still. It wasn't married. They weren't, but they weren't. But what I'm saying is this: at the end of the day, the, it, it, that's why I keep saying these dudes. A lot of these dudes, the line between sanity and insanity is very fine. The very, that's why I used to have crimes of passion and people used to get off. It wasn't premeditated. Dude walked in and found somebody just started just letting off. Like, that's just what it is. And I'm saying, if you play that game, you know, you play, I'll, I'll tell you this story. I may have, I don't think I've ever shared it on this show. A friend of mine was living in Georgia and he said that Not this me. dude was Not separated. The, the dude, was <laughs> separa dude was separated from the woman. Separated. Legally separated. And some dude was going over there every night, one, two in the morning, whatever. One day he came out. The, the woman's husband was outside. He's like, yo, I know you in there having your fun, this and that. He's like, but that's my wife. And those are my kids in that house. And the dude walked away. They said this dude never went back to the house again. Because mm -hmm. the dude was out there one, two in the morning. And he let you know, one, he's still in love with this woman. Two, he has a vested interest in this woman. And that guy never showed back up because you knew the next time you came out of that house, it wasn't going to be no conversation. So, and that's Kelvin, what I'm saying. So, Kelvin, let me get back to your story with that thing, right? Uh-huh. Either you went home and took a cold shower because she got you riled up. Or maybe his wife, his girlfriend, is a fluffer. Maybe she was getting you ready for the next chick to come to your house that night. Mm -hmm. She was getting you ready for what? What? A fluffer. And you know what a fluffer is? A fluffer is a, yeah. a woman in the porn industry that gets the man ready for his scene. So maybe she was getting you ready for another chick to come over. She maybe she's a fluffer. Maybe she's yeah, a just being maybe a she's a, yeah, maybe she's a supporter. 
Maybe she's an intern. <laughs> she believes and wants you to succeed in life. Like, I think that's a great way to look at it. We all got it. We all want to see each other. You, you know, know when they say I'm rooting for everybody black, that's what I think it means. It takes a village. <laughs> see, but, you, <laughs> but you know the hard thing, though? The hard thing is you know if the shoe was on the other foot. The woman, you know what I'm saying? The woman that, like, like I remember this. Um, I always told y'all when I started my business in uh, 2016, I had to get another job. I, I wound up driving Uber to try to supplement the income to pay my employees. And I remember when dudes would walk their girlfriend to the car or significant other to the car, the dude would come down to the car with her to look in my face and it was nothing spoken. He would open the door and put her in the back seat. And without saying a word, it was this mental thing like, yo, respect the one I love like you'd want me to respect the one you love. But if this goes wrong, just know that I am going to find you. Like that's just what, like in other words, you didn't, he didn't have to say, yo, don't hit on her. He didn't have to say she died single. He didn't have to say nothing. Him coming down to the car, looking at me, opening that door, putting her in it was statement enough. That's what he was saying without saying a word. And that's yeah. just the, that's the reality of it. What, what a dude, these dudes don't have to say much. They are you already know what it is. So once you cross that line for those few moments of pleasure, just know what's coming behind it. You're not going to want that smoke. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah, no, right. I've, I've walked, I've walked, you know, a woman to a Uber before, you know, and when I was, you know, whatever. But and and yeah, you you look at the driver, you just look at them, and you give them a nod, and mm -hmm. a lot of times they understand. Yeah, a man, know, a man, a man understands what you're right. Very, yeah, we can communicate with each other with a look, with a glance, and that is something that is very true about men. Um, yep. But long story yep. short, what what was the what was the moral of the story, Demond? I heard it was something about. Passports? Always. <laughs> Always. Oh, you don't have no right. problems with your passport. You pay for the quiet, baby. You pay for the quiet. Um, just so we, just so we clear. Here we go. What's this? Oh, yeah. This advice about... This, uh, uh, the advice about a marriage to change my life. Oh, am I the right one? Yeah, yeah. The advice about a life about my about my marriage to change my life. This advice is that he got from a marriage to change your life. Sorry about that. I had an older lady tell me, she's, I think, just past 40, and her husband, I think, is like in his late 30s, like so maybe like 41 and 39, they've been married for a while. I was talking with her about some problems we were having in our marriage, and she said, Joyce, what it sounds like to me is that your issue is, is that you are married to a real man, and a real man is not going to be ruled by a woman. And that hit me like a ton of bricks and it immediately came to my mind when I was reading this excerpt. When she says, don't go down the path of expressing criticism, disapproval, and an ultimate lack of acceptance for your husband because it may cause rebellion, she's telling the truth. A real man is not going to allow himself to be a pushover to the woman he has chosen. Great advice. I think it's, I think it's something to say nowadays about women. They're that's not they're not doing that either. But yeah, I think that's great advice. Um, a, a strong-minded, you know, they talk about alpha, beta, sigma, like they talk about a lot about sigma males. They they will cut something off 
instantly. Like if it's if it, it, they are not allowed to be ruled by anything, not anybody, especially not anyone that they choose. So yeah, I think that's a dope piece of advice. I think we could all learn from that advice, you know, because there's a difference between a marriage, a partnership, a relationship, and feeling like somebody is ruling over you, like you're their child, and it's like respect the rules of the house. You know what I mean? Like um, that's yeah, that's a great piece of advice. I like that video. Yeah. I mean, and the idea is what do you think, what do you want from the marriage, right? What do you want to accomplish? You know, if, if everybody's working for the greater good, you want to see the best out of each other. Your success is her success and vice versa. I think people have to be very conscious of how they love each other. And I think sometimes you have to tell people how you want to be loved, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. You see what I'm saying? There's some people, they love to scream and that's how they communicate. If that's how you work for each other, that's fine. But most people feel like, listen, we need to come together. We need to be able to have rational thought. And if we're angry at each other, maybe we need to take a few minutes apart to calm down and then discuss it. Because I, ultimately, you have to have a discussion, right? So you have to know how it works for you. So she's saying, the woman is saying, basically, you're probably not seasoned, you're probably a little green, a little immature and don't realize it's not that the man is foul, he's a man. You, you see what I'm saying? And I've seen people emasculate dudes, do this, this idea of cutting the dude off when he's speaking or shutting him down and things like that. And that respect should be mutual. It should be mutual, yeah. you know, but a, a, a lot of guys, they're just not going to tolerate that. And again, it goes back to what I'm saying, the way you deal with a man and the ego. Dudes do not like being silenced. Dudes do not like being shut down and being bridled and things like that, especially in front of other people. That's the mm -hmm. thing, because if you've ever been in the presence of a couple and the way they argue embarrasses you or you're embarrassed by it yeah. or you feel embarrassed for the person, this is a tough situation. Okay. When you have somebody shut a person down in front of somebody else and you're like she disrespected him in front of everybody and what goes on at home yeah. you know and that's yeah. the thing you know but i'm glad she was able to listen to the woman and say you know what maybe she's right that's 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 probably what i'm upset about it's not him you know agree just being disagreeable it's just his nature to say listen i don't like you talking to me like this or whatever the issue yeah. was i don't like the way you handle it yeah no i think that's a dope point um I just wanted to something that I heard somebody else say and shout out to them. It's a couple there. They're called like the lovepreneurs, but they were saying and it, it speaks to your point about what you want from the relationship. Right. So they were it was said and I might not be saying it. Don't quote me. But. Um, if there are two visions in the relationship, you have division and it was something along those lines. So it's like y'all have to decide what y'all want. Right. What do you want out of this situation? What do you want out of this relationship? And then, like you said, again, you're working for the greater good. So if you have two separate vision of what the relationship should be, you're probably going to have division in your relationship. And then what do you think is going to happen? There's going to be arguments. There's going to be it's going to be stuff that you can avoid with a conversation a lot of times and then setting out like, what are the goals? What do we want? What are we looking for? What are we trying to get? And how do we get there? Um, and then the, developing a plan uh, of action and. That's how most people are successful, right? Uh, what did they say? We we quoting a lot of movies um from back in the day, but it was like, uh, uh, "Do you have a plan, Mr. Williams from from Higher Learning?" Uh, uh, what's his name? He was asking um Lawrence Fishburne. He was asking Omar Epps if he had a plan, and and I think that that's something that we need to start 
checking people for. If you're serious about trying to be in a serious situation, what is the plan for this? And it don't got to be like, what are we? What are we doing tomorrow? You got to treat me like that. It's like, what's the end goal? To, to answer Norette's question, to answer, I'm sorry, Derek, go ahead and read your wife's question. You are mute. Yeah, I'll read it for the people that's listening at home. Uh, is that video about how she spoke or what she actually said? Uh, we, I, I don't know because that's what we had. We didn't. I don't know the context. She didn't really go into it as far as that clip is concerned. Maybe a little bit of both. Um, but the thing I liked about it is it looked like she accepted the fact that maybe she was wrong in that regard. What, what, whatever the case was, I'm not really sure. And I do agree. There are different. You sometimes the way you say things has an effect on people either. And I don't believe you got to necessarily stroke people's ego. But yeah. sometimes if you can say something. Um, and, and again, that goes back to knowing the person you're around. Certain things set people off because I've always had this perspective. Some people are more interested in being heard than being right. So when it gets down to the yeah. argument part of it, some people just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm wrong or not, whatever like that. You ain't gonna talk to me like that. That's what it is. So then you don't get anywhere. So at the end of the day, you need to be able to say, hey, I just don't like that. I don't like, you know, I remember I dated a woman when I was in, I was probably definitely early 20s. And we're in, in a, uh, we're in a vehicle with a bunch of people talking and I'm driving and she looks in the rear view mirror. I look in the rear view mirror. I see her doing this to me. I didn't like that. And after we, everybody got out of the car, we had a discussion about that. Like, cause I know what I'm talking about. Like, don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't silence me, you know, everybody didn't see it, but I didn't like that, you know? And so, you know, you have to take in consideration, you know, what works for certain people. And that just didn't work for me. You know, especially since I felt I was more intelligent than her. So I don't know how you, you know, you trying to shut me down. But, you know, live life by doing that sounds like a healthy relationship. It's about connecting with someone ready and willing for these conversations. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So let me see the next uh, topic here. Oh, God, I lost my way. Where am I at? Where am I at? Come my heart. Oh, shoot. Sorry, yo. My damn. Oh, here we go. Harshness in a relationship. Jamie, can you play the clip for that? I think, and I've learned this, one of the things that causes a woman to lock the keys to her heart, and I know infidelity will do it. Yes, sir. Um, I know that uh, not feeling safe will do it. Yes, sir. Um, I know that her not being able to trust you will do yes, it. Sir. You know, you say one thing and do another thing. All of those things do. But I think that one of the biggest doors to a woman's heart that has the most complicated lock of which only a single key can open is she is very, very apt not to respond to harshness. That, that she can forgive you um, for doing a myriad of different things. But if you are consistently harsh to a woman, I think that that locks a door that not even she knows yeah. how to always unravel and unlock. Wow. Have you ever had an wow. instance wow. where you were harsher than you needed to be and you wanted, and this is men because we want this, we can be harsh today and expect that moments after the harshness, she should be fine, we're moving on, and we're going on. But that harshness sticks with her. Um, because the Bible says in Colossians 3 and 19, it says, husbands, 
love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Uh, well, I, you know, to me, that was kind of a long way around an obvious point. I mean, I mean, I don't even hear people use the word harshness anymore. You know, we 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 too busy caught up with getabulism to be, you know, harsh is old school. <laughs> I mean, you know, but I, I, I think uh, just being um, negative toward a woman is not going to be inviting, period. I just think it is. And I think um, if 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 you don't lead by love or that example, it's, it's almost like what what our parents, some of the discipline we had, we knew it was based in love. And if it is, then you know, everything you can kind of deal with that. And so, yeah, I would say being harsh is, is detrimental, obviously, to a relationship. I don't really know the different degrees of what a woman will take and what she won't take. Some women have different things that set them off. Everything, I think every woman has a different deal breaker. There are certain people that, you know, if you ever uh, hit a woman, that would be it, uh, which is I'm in favor of that. I agree with that. Um, if you... Um, curse woman out or you whatever i think i think the reality of it is this if you're in love with somebody it's very very interesting and i think um necessary for you to see how they react when they're angry i think it's that you know you know yeah i try not to tell too many direct personal stories but i did have an instance where um a woman asked me to hit her because she she felt she was angry with herself she was trying to apologize to me and i was like it's okay and you know i can i can nonchalantly be like it's okay but my facial expression be like it's not okay or at the moment but usually i get over things and i was like what no like i i got more angry that that was the request i was like what why do you think that's okay like i was i was genuinely upset but but for concern out of concern and i didn't become harsh but it was one of those like, no, that's not cool. Like I have to draw a line in that conversation because it was it was startling to hear that be the request, you know? And it was like, first of all, there ain't no reason that I'm gonna need to hit you. Like you are somebody I care well. about. Well, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, look, I'm going on a, you. A, a little choke, a little. A little choke in the bedroom, a little, the smack, a little That's smack. different. Damn, thing, you on a roll tonight, man. Damn. <laughs> man, a little smack on the ass, you know what I'm saying? I had a chick that used to want to get choked. I had a chick that used to want to get choked and tied up. That's not the same as what oh, 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 I was talking oh, about. Like, I might have, you know, I might have laid the hands like, uh, what is Leon Lonnie Love? <laughs> <laughs> But not in 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 any time. I'm of with you, Damien. That's that's yeah, off the yeah. table. That that's yeah, off the yeah, table. That's, Obviously, that's, that's how a, the woman was treated. Let's is in the bedroom. Let's in the bedroom. Really quickly, I had a friend who uh, was in a relationship with a girl who cheated on him. When asked why, I knew them both. They were good friends of mine at the time. She cheated on him because he didn't hit her. All right, she used to pick arguments with him. He wouldn't hit her. And when I asked, well, hold on a minute. Why would you want it? Because he didn't love her. He didn't love her unless he hit her. All right? All right. And of course, you know, you know what the new guy was like. You know what I'm saying? I believe the opposite, but, yeah. you know. You know, and the new guy, she complained about him just, you know, on some color purple 
something where he just did her did his business on her and you know that was a complaint so <laughs> yeah, yeah she needs to get into therapy and you never hear me say that but she needs to <laughs> she needs to get into therapy she, she, yeah because it's something and, and and you're right i've heard people say that that's how certain people process in that's their mind i'd be surprised how how often yeah. you hear that you yeah 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 I mean? so yeah 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 remember i told you before the girl told me to call her a bitch on a date that was the weirdest shit I ever had man she's like yeah. yo don't call me love and all that call me a bitch I'm yeah like, wow. Yeah, absolutely. Live life uh, by doing needs yeah, trauma healing. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that going out there. Some women need tenderness and nurturing also in difficult situations instead of harsh. Th that's healthy, you know? And, um, a good, and a good choke at nighttime with a little rope. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> man, I'm just saying, man. He everybody, ran out of scrolls. He ran out of he scrolls. Out. He's like, look, I got. Yeah, like, everybody like what they like. I'm just here to please them. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to deny what they want to have? They pleasure. Who am I? How do I change my name on the screen so nobody <laughs> associates me with? I'm mean, not. We're totally against domestic violence, but in the bedroom, yeah. whatever you want, I'm want to be a bedroom bully. Nah, that, so be. What people, what did we say? <laughs> what people do in their bedroom, the privacy of their bedroom is their their decision. As long yeah. as it's consensual, it's consensual, right? Exactly, you know. Exactly. Yeah, so it's yeah. all good. It's all good. But anyhow, man, tonight was a great night. My brother's from another. Oh, got another. What should say? He said nothing like a little choke by a loving man. There you go, live life. You that, right there you go, live life. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Ain't nothing like a little tie up, a little change. You know what I'm saying? A little, a little paddle. Look, oh, could we man. get a could we get a guest who could talk about the the ropes and the, the whatever? That might be you know, an interesting conversation. You know, the craziest thing I said, date a chick into this shit, man. I don't know if she would come up in. I swear to God, it was a. I got stories for days, man. This chick was crazy. crazy. Fifty shades of black. I remember no. This other chick I had two. Damn, realized two chicks real quick. One chick, she's into the toys. Crazy. Somebody broke into her apartment. The dude broke into her apartment, left all her dildos running her dresser drawers. So we come to the house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is that noise? All of this shit was running, son. <laughs> and on that note, we <laughs> Yeah, night. Yeah, <laughs> good night, work. Good night, no rest, baby. On that note, we want to say peace, peace, and peace. Oh, oh, oh.